0: Hey there friends, it's Nick. Okay, so I've had a lovely thing today, a lovely a lovely kind of realisation of, of the progress I'm making in this business I'm building. Because very often, you know, we, we kind of, you know, we, we sort of, what's the word? We slog and slog and slog away and we feel like we're getting nowhere. And then something, maybe something happens and you just think, ah, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to where I want to be. And of course, where we want to be changes, it's always ahead. But this little thing, and it is a little thing that happened today, is that I, I wrote a, essentially a proposal for £1,500 worth of work that was really short, just a few lines in an email. And this reminds me a bit of where we got to with the agency. And I've said before, I think, on the podcast, you know, back when I started in the mid-90s working for myself, I might write a 30-page proposal for a £1,000 piece of work. And, you know, at some point during the, the 20 years that I ran the agency and owned it, I got to the stage where I could mainly write a one-page proposal for a 30 grand piece of work. And that's because of course, in that time, we built a reputation, we built trust, we built influence and to some extent status. And this is the interesting thing. You know, when we were building the agency, we were, I guess, dealing with a mix. Sometimes we'd be dealing directly with the business owner, the CEO, if you like, the decision maker. Very often we were dealing with um, maybe a marketing department or a head of marketing or even sometimes someone under that. And what we found was that the lower down you go in an organisation, the more paperwork they needed because they needed to to essentially to cover their asses. I suppose you might say if you were being crude obnoxious Nick. One of the sort of the side benefits of the work, excuse me, the work I'm doing now is that because I'm telling the stories of leaders and founders and what have you, not always, but I'm generally dealing with the people who make decisions. And what we find is people who make decisions, who actually are used to making decisions, leaders. So just as a side note, we know that, you know, from hopefully from life experience, but also from all of the stories that we've loved and read. We know that, that, you know, the kind of the fundamental thing that, that heroes do in stories is they take action in the knowledge that some of those things might not work, but when they don't work, you learn something and you refine your action and you try again, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Leaders in my experience are really good at making decisions, even though they understand that some of those decisions will turn out to be wrong. But that means that when you're talking to, to a leader, they're not looking for 30 pages of proposal, then looking for something much simpler. It reminded me today, I'm gonna to read you this paragraph from The Last Lion by William Manchester and Paul Reid. It's a famous book about Churchill, which you may have you may have come across before. But I love this paragraph because it it sort of to me it goes to to one of the kind of the core and unsung things about leadership. Here it is. The sheer volume of paperwork confirmed the wisdom of Churchill's edict, that nothing submitted to him. Not even a technical account of changes in the manufacture of tanks could be longer than a single sheet of paper. During a meeting at Admiralty House, he lifted one that wasn't and said, this report by its very length defends itself against scrutiny. There you go, that's my bad Churchill voice. This report by its very length defends itself against scrutiny. And that's the thing. That's the thing. You know, Even when I was back writing 30-page proposals for £1,000 worth of work, people weren't really reading them. They weren't really reading them. They were, they were skipping to the back and looking at how much it is. They might be looking at a timeline. And this is what we find, right? And this is why this email that I've, that I've sent today is just a few lines long because I'm dealing with someone who is capable and intelligent and used to being a leader and used to making decisions. And it's so nice. And what, the reason I'm, I'm sort of going on about this is because sometimes in our business, we get stuck talking to people further down the organization and understandably, if, if we're talking to, I don't know, a marketing executive or something, and they have to not only be convinced by us, but then convince their boss or their boss's boss or the CEO or the owner or whatever, it's, it's amazing how much extra time it takes for, for them to make a decision. And, and on our side, for creating the proposal, creating the... The the state where the decision could be made. And it's really worth, it's really worth cultivating relationships upwards. And because what we often find, what I often found at the agency was that you might spend some time talking to a marketing manager, but when you got in the room with their boss or their boss's boss, or the CEO or, or whoever it was, you could actually get a decision much quicker, much faster with much less stress because. Again, they were used to making decisions. Of course, it helps if you're guaranteeing your work, as I've talked about before, as I've always done since the mid-90s. Anyway, I just wanted to share that because it's made me feel happy today. It's made me feel like this business that I'm building is, is, is building its reputation and its status and its influence and its trust. Most importantly, it's trust. And of course, trust is a massive way in which we can make sure that our story means business. Anyway, thanks for listening. If you want to dig deeper into the stuff that I do online, search for story.business. Bye now.